Right, it's Dixie speaking. Um, thanks for tuning in. This is City of a Thousand Trades, the new podcast, where basically it's just me going around. I want to meet everyone, everyone from Birmingham, because everyone's got a story to tell, and I'm here to hear it. So, for the first episode, today we've got a treat. We've got Cam. Um, full disclosure, Cam's not a stranger to me. He's a good friend. He's another Bro121 member. You're going to be hearing loads of stuff coming from him in the future. Yeah, it's good to be here. I'm very honoured and very proud to be uh, sitting here doing the first episode with you. You wasn't uh, initially... Initially, you was going to be the second episode. But due to some technical difficulties with Johnny, I'm going to have to redo his episode. Mate, some of the best transfers of all time have been second choice. Not for my my sake, obviously, but for everyone else's sake. Tell us a bit about who you are, what you do. Well, um, I don't know about how much I can go into what I do. Just give us a basic age range, you know, that sort of thing. Like You don't have to be too yeah, specific, I'm, but I'm, give, us an, give the people an idea. I'm an open book. It's fine. I'm, um, so, yeah, I'm Cam. I'm 30 years old. Um, I do have a full-time job, and um, I do partaking activities on the side that I don't know if we'll go into in a bit of depth but you know I like to do a bit of um, arty things and you know I've, yeah like you know would you like my bio do you want my tinder profile oh, no, I'm not too sure <laughs> yeah man what's your tinder profile so? oh god trust me you don't want me to pull up my tinder profile for one you're gonna get interference on the mic and two <laughs> you're gonna end up with uh yeah, end up getting censored on your first episode, I'm sorry. Don't worry, man, no, I've marked it as explicit. Oh, We're geez. allowed to be explicit on here, it's geez. okay. And there's no rules, anything can go, anything can go. Days of the internet. So, Cam, have you always lived in Birmingham? You live here now? Um, yeah, so I live I live in Birmingham now. Um, born and raised in Birmingham with a slight break in between, like an intermission. It's like a bad cameo, is how I put it. It's like that awkward time in your life where you just, it's almost like it belongs to a completely other person. Um, but otherwise, yeah, very much all one, two, one for life. Very much, uh, well, very much a proponent, proponent of that. I happen to know for a fact that you've lived in a few different places within Birmingham. Do you want to give us a quick list of the, of the areas, you like in no specific order if you want. Oh, well, um, Give us an idea of all the places you've lived. Okay. I'll say the names for everybody so that, you know, you're not here just reciting postcodes, although postcodes would be easier. Like, <laughs> um, so what? Tysley, Spark Hill, Spark Brook, uh, Halls, I've lived in Selly Oak, I've lived in Mosley, I've lived. Um, actually, that, those are the main places within Birmingham I've lived. I'm trying to think. Sutton or King Standing. And trying to think if there's anywhere I lived for a shorter amount of time. Hansworth? No. No. No? No. For some reason I thought you lived in Hansworth. Wow. I don't know okay. why. I thought you did when you was really young. So, and if you couldn't pick up from the places I listed, you know, I'm, an, I'm, I'm, I'm a man of South Asian descent. <laughs> and yeah. Dixie, Dixie, who is, um... <laughs> I'm, I'm originally from Erdington, like, you know what, bro, have you ever lived in Allen Rock? No, no, no. So exactly glad to say, glad to say. We should, we we don't stereotype here. Everyone's got <laughs> a story. Yeah. So um, you you say you was born in Birmingham, yeah? Yeah. You was born here. What hospital? 
So I still class this place as Birmingham, but Solihull Hospital. Mm, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, my mum couldn't help it. I was actually, I came out as a heavy baby for my family. Not heavy baby by today's standards. They're getting heavier, man. Kids are getting bigger. That growth hormone in the McDonald's is bleeding into <laughs> everything, fam. But I'm, I'm, yeah, like, I'm very much, um, so like, but I came, my, so my mum and my dad were at somebody's wedding party. Um, so they were at an Asian wedding and everything. In Solihull. Um, yeah, like, but. And like my mum's water broke, and so oh, man. I uh, yeah I like you know I, I kind of I made my way in on a party man. Has your family been in Birmingham long? Like, so are your mum and dad first generation or? I'm first generation. You're uh, first generation. Yeah, my mum and dad are both immigrants. Like, yeah, so like my granddad and his wife knows he came here. Um, do you know about how they found it when they first came? So did they come straight to Birmingham as well? I yeah, yeah, yeah. They came straight to Birmingham. Uh, they had a house in... Oh, that's another place I lived, Small Heath. Um, they had a house in Small Heath. And, yeah, it was, was... It was there for... Until they died. Yeah. It was the family home until they died. And, yeah, my nan literally died in the living room. And it is what it is, uh... They came here, they set up their life with their kids, got to see their grandkids. You know. Was that happy? You think they they ever regretted moving here? I don't think my granddad did. Mm-hmm. I don't think he kind of had the chance to. He was um, he had a heart attack when I was really young, like. But it, you know, yeah, there was family stuff going on. Uh, he'd fallen out with my uncle. Obviously, I don't have kids. You you know. I don't know, you know if you're comfortable with me saying this, but obviously you have kids. Um, but, like, so, yeah, in that sense, like, Dixie can probably speak to that more than I can. But, um, yeah, my, um, like, my uncle and him fell out. So mm. I can't imagine what that's like falling out with your son. Um, <laughs> funnily enough, like, yeah, like, despite experiencing it and being on one end of it, I don't know what that's like um, from a dad's standpoint. Um, but he seemed happy and peaceful when he died. My nan, not so much. I think she really regretted Missed it. Missed home. In the later years, mm. when she got bed-bound, and she was bad, and, like, she'd had a few strokes. Yeah. Like, dementia was setting in. Yeah, dementia's awful, man. Like, I've... Uh, obviously, within my own family, we've experienced like that as well. Um, it's a tough one. And, and uh, well, actually, I'll talk about it. So, my nan had, had dementia as well, uh, towards the end. She passed away recently from covid um, but she was in a home for years, you know, she wasn't really there. But um, she was from Ireland, so she was an immigrant. She'd come here from Ireland, and uh, she was like, yeah, she'd always, like, talk about home very fondly towards in like, or something about dementia or Alzheimer's or, or both. Like, it, it takes you, like, you keep your long-term memories, don't you? So it, ta- it takes you to your past. Yeah. Um, so, like, that only makes sense. That only makes sense. Would you say... You like or dislike Birmingham? Like, are you happy to have been born um, in the city? I love the old one. Would it change for it for the world? I wouldn't. I mean, I change. I change the city, of course, but like, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change being from old one to one. Nah, I wouldn't change that for the world. What What would you change about the city then? Top three, innit? Top what? three selected. Yeah. What okay, What would you change? About how can the these city? be fantastical, or do they have to be realistic? Um. You choose, innit? Well then, I wish I, I, I wished we lived in an anime world. Yeah, I was going to say that. I was just about to say. <laughs> I forgot I'm talking to Cam. 
within reason. Like, like you can't you say, oh, I wish Bourneville was actually made of chocolate. You know, like nothing. That would be nothing terrible. Like that. Things would melt. It'd get sticky. I'm not about that life, man. Nah. What 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 would you? Yeah, with within the bounds of a reality, oh, and you right. can stretch it a bit. You know, yeah, if you got some it. artistic license. What what would you do? Um, I'd probably I'd probably put some more like money into the areas that you know some of the areas I've lived I've lived in. Um, some of the areas I haven't as well. Just some of the more put money in areas. the areas. What way specifically? So are you saying like you'd give um, housing, more like tower blocks, parks. less tower blocks. Never, never a fan of tower blocks. No. Um, I mean, like I, I can be like depending on how they set out because I do understand, you know, the need for tower blocks in terms of a population kind of aspect. But so much unused housing, so much unused kind of like land in that sense. You know, so much that's taken up just by money. Um, but obviously, like you're saying, like this is the thing. If you're talking about realistically probably couldn't get that done due to like everything that's in council to kind of like you know go away from that it's kind of like it's it's crazy how the Stratford Road is like a complete kind of a microcosm of that so you can go from one end of Stratford Road to another and go from like being in danger of popping your popping your wheels on a pothole on one side to it being smooth as day with bicycle lanes and like well, little you get to Shirley. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. You've been, you've I've been, been there. I've been there. I've I know been that. Shirley, man, I've also know. been Hall Green first. Yeah, yeah I've been on Hall the way. Green first, man. I've been but AG on the way. And that, the, the thing is, the it's a it's a long road. You know, I mean, it, is. it goes. It literally goes it is, all the but way there. One one side's maintained, the other side is not. Don't you think that's a bit of a synonym for life? Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, so I. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how realistic it would be because I'm essentially going against um, the laws of capitalism and everything. But so. Yeah. But what else? Okay, so we'll, th- we'll have that as one. But for mm-hmm. the other two, specifically, what are you changing about Birmingham? You know what I mean? Because I imagine you'd do that. Like, if you became mayor of London, you'd want to put money in the poor areas. Yeah. If you became mayor of Manchester, you'd want to because that's just you'd think. Well, you'd think it was an obvious thing I'd, to I'd, do. I'd, but, so, like, I'd definitely. Promote, pr- promote the arts more, promote um, the you know, like local arts more here, because because of like how it you know how how we are blended. Like you ask me how 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 I'd improve a city yeah. that I that I love. Exactly. You're not asking me how I'd improve a city I hate. So it's kind of the only thing I can think is to just give it more love. And I know it's cliche, and you're saying I'd do that if I was the mayor of London. Well, to an extent, yeah. But with there, I could perhaps look at kind of. Like, yeah, there's there's problems like that in Birmingham where you do have to kind of address the problems like that worldwide where you have to look at integrating different cultures and different classes within society. But I feel like if there's any place in England that's a good microcosm of doing that, it's Birmingham. You mm-hmm. go to London and I just feel it's just really cold. No offence to anybody who's from London, but I just You mean that atmosphere or literal... Atmosphere, atmosphere is just like, it's dead. I, I, I hate it. It's because... <laughs> It's it's that kind of dead where it's busy, it's uh, but it's so busy and it's busy enough to where you don't feel connected to anybody, but you can feel pissed off by everybody. And it is London is very like that. I, I do know what you mean, but it's also got its like obviously for one, it's so much fucking bigger than Birmingham. For one, There's, it's so much fucking bigger. So maybe that makes it harder, especially when you're going to visit a place to see those hidden gems like I don't know if you've ever been Camden I really like Camden yeah. it reminds me of Digbeth 
it's London that's what I hate so like because people say that Birmingham like Digbeth is Birmingham's Camden basically I think it's two very different styles but also that's the thing about Camden I don't particularly like it like it's very gentrified it is what it is I like that's that's the danger about money coming into a city and like how it affects it it's like you end up getting places that poor people can't afford to live in but that's a whole different discussion gentrification i feel like that's a that's a completely different topic for a different day but um but basically like i'm i'm let's say i'm not a big fan of Camden. like that that you know that that's going a bit that that's probably a better way to say it rather than i don't like it you know i'm just not a big fan of it to be honest with you when i go to london i, I like going to the west end yeah, I like, I like the West End. I, 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 I actually really like going to like theatre and shit. Like, you know, obviously Dixie would know this, you know, like I've had many exes who um, who, 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 who enjoy the theatre and perhaps more middle class activities such as that. But it doesn't mean that you can't enjoy it, man. And like I used to do youth theatre. I don't think the theatre should be stereotyped as middle class as and well. Like the, I really don't think it should. And but Birmingham's good at not doing that. Birmingham's great at not doing it that. Is, and that's it really what I'm is. Like whereas with London, it doesn't feel that way. It feels like you go there, and if you're in that area, you, you're you're basically like in the middle of the city centre. And I know Birmingham has that in some places. It's why it's really sad that um, you know, like in terms of, like youth theatre, like it's just so reliant on like volunteers like youth theatre and theater. like um, amateur theatre so like places like the Crescent mm-hmm. um, just out of like Brindley Place and stuff like that it's close enough to town but it, the, where it is it doesn't feel like you're in the middle of town you know you can like this canal and stuff especially now that um, but yeah so the flapper basically that that place yeah like, oh man like it's just, it's just weird like it's kind of like there's places like that but they're just so reliable on like volunteers and stuff like that and the truth is is that you can only give so much love to something as you grow up so it's for like a lot of that young kind of volunteer people and yeah. like that's that's the thing um so like i'd love to fund more arts like you look at places like dick Buth and stuff like that but this is part of my thing about identification i i will never say it's completely bad because without it how do artists get paid like that's the truth of it you look around and it's like I'm not saying they don't deserve it at all, and that's what I'm saying. I don't, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Somebody put, like, you know, twenty hours of their life into and their effort into making a piece for somebody that that somebody's requested. You get me? Like, putting their skill, their talent, their time, like their literal, like sometimes blood, sweat, and tears into a piece, and it's like it's because of gentrification that we can have places like ghetto golf or Roxy's Ballroom, or whatever, all these places, like, I'm not giving them, saying, I mean, don't get me wrong, if you want to sponsor the podcast, hit Dixie up, I'm sure he'll take the money, you know, like, um, but yeah, like, I, I didn't mean that as a shout out to you guys, it's just kind of, you know, but, but, but kind of shout out, like, that kind of atmosphere, and people willing to give more to that kind of community, is part of gentrification, because they're the people with money, and those are the people who move in close to those areas, that were traditionally, for kind of poorer people and it kind of takes away from the culture of those areas like the rave scene is near dead and i know that you might not feel that way because no i do especially with covid that's the thing like you know well with covid yeah everything's dead exactly like it's fast forwarded everything um sorry that's probably bad really really bad wording sorry (laughs) like um but yeah with covid with covid everything's complicated that's the thing um i'm I'm just very much a uh, 
you know, like, I, I'm talking about like, because I know people who think that it was dead from when, you know, the rainbow got shut down. Some people from when Sanctuary wasn't there anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of people live in different ages, and that's what I'm saying. Like, for us, Snobs is dead. Like, yeah. Like, old Snobs was. Snobs, do you know what snobs I mean? Was, like, was showing our age. Yeah, yeah. but you know, old if you snobs. don't, if if you don't remember old snobs, I genuinely do feel sorry for you. And to me, that's kind of almost my line now, because I've unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, you know, I've been with girls who don't remember old snobs, and now I think to myself, you know what? No, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> if there's a future wife out there for me, we don't mean to turn this into a dating podcast. But if there's a future, oh, you've wife, already brought up Tinder once. <laughs> I know what you're doing. I know what your game is. You're gonna put put a link to this episode on your Tinder now. <laughs> Carry this on. It's gonna be an advert for me. <laughs> oh god, no, I don't want to advertise. So yeah, if she, if she didn't go to old snobs, she's too young she's for too you. Too young for you. Yeah, now. that's the thing. Like, I feel that like, I feel that way about myself. But like I said I'm thirty. Like. I got to enjoy those days and like yeah, and the Gosta days and sometimes you look back on those and you're like, huh, fun times. Do you think you'll spend another 30 years of your life in Birmingham? Would you like to? I'd like to. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, I've been to other places. Like, I technically lived, I lived in Canada for like pretty much three months. Like, it was, it was nice. I was a kid. It was, uh... How old? I was in year f- Five? But it was like during the summer holidays, so I was going into year six. So I think you're like ten at that age, because you're turning eleven when you leave. Yeah, yeah, you turn eleven, you're eleven in like year seven. Year yeah. seven, in it, like yeah, when you yeah. leave. So when you leave in year six, you're eleven. You're eleven, because yeah. then when you start in year seven, you're eleven. In yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sorry, I'm old in it, my memory. <laughs> um. Yeah. I always use Harry Potter to think of that. <laughs> Uh, you know Hagrid he gets in like a cake with 11 on it and like he's about to start secondary school obviously yeah. so I always like that's how I always remember that oh cool it's mad yeah I know yeah like um so yeah it was like I remember it like went there and uh it was it was it was good man like I'd work in oh, I said work like I'd literally sit on the till of like my technically my nephew's uh shop he was like in his thirties. <laughs> I was like, it's just one of those, you know what I mean? Like, um, my dad's side of the family, he was the youngest. My mum was the oldest on her side of the family. It's one of those. So yeah. Okay. It's madness. No worries. So basically, what I was asking about the thirty years, do you think you'll stay here the rest of your life, Birmingham? Would you like to move? Would you like to go back to Canada? Canada's one of the places Eventually. I'd emigrate to, you know. Yeah, I've always said it. Canada or Ireland would be like if I had to emigrate. I don't know if I'd move out of Birmingham or I'd out of, I'd, out of the I'd, UK. I'd love to. I'd love to retire to Canada. Depending on how it goes, yeah, like because I, I do love this city, but it's just the way British culture is. I just don't know if it's going towards an extreme that I'm just not comfortable with, and yeah, eventually, like. What retire. do you mean by what do you mean by? Extreme? an extreme you're not comfortable with and, and are you words. talking England as a whole or Birmingham for, um, England as a whole definitely like you know I say England as a whole like um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Scotland and with Wales um, and their independence yeah um, Scotland obviously is a lot more prominent because it's you know it's been there for a while now the topic and it's been in the public 
I kind of like the reactions to the topic, and they've had a referendum on it already. Yeah, they have. And it's a case where you you look at, but then now they're seeing the consequences of that, and even they're like, no, we we need to we need to seriously think about this again. On the one hand, I mean, they everyone wants a scapegoat. On the one hand. Us. But on, on the other hand, I do think, like, if I was Scottish, I'd want to be independent. Yeah. But and, and I think give it to them, you know what I mean? If, if the, well, if they do want that. But um, that's the thing, exactly. I don't and it's them. a similar thing with, like, with, like, the EU, though. Like, saying everyone needs a scapegoat, and if we're, like, we want to be independent, you know, there's no reason why the EU should beg for us back. Do you know what I mean? Like, or, like, give us any special treatment. It's kind of like, cool, you go for it, then be independent. Like, but I feel like we're turning more towards America. Um, towards that kind of side of culture where it, everything's kind of too extremes, too party politics, um, you know, very much kind of like, almost kind of like internet culture brought into real life. Because, man, when you go around Europe, you you don't find that, like, in in the, the streets and that I find. You don't find people just, like, literally walking just on their phones, almost like drones, and actually I mean I don't know like maybe it's because obviously we live everyday life here but it's just yeah you don't you yeah don't I, do you know what I've, like I know what you're saying sorry tunnel focused yeah yeah I, I do get what you're saying I do hear what you where you're coming from but I think that that's in your head I think when when you go to somewhere so say let's say for example Amsterdam mm. Let's say me and you went Amsterdam, on holiday to Amsterdam yeah. again. Let's say that happens, yeah, say that again. Say that happens again. Ever, One day in the future, you know, I'm hoping we'll get to go back there. Lovely, beautiful city. Another Pretty place I'd live, actually. Another place I would consider living. Well, yeah, we are, well, when we were there, I looked at property prices. And yeah. I found out, like, yo, it was, yeah, man, like... That's the dream. One day we'll, we'll, ha- we'll have a house show over there, and we'll do it. We'll do it. But anyway, when when you're there, you're looking around, you're taking it in. It's new. Do you know what I mean? It's a change of yeah. scenery. So you're just looking at the trams, the the bikes, this and that. You're not but going to work. You're not every looking day. at the people who are just going around looking on the phones. And I know this because uh, I've got an auntie. Yeah. Uh, like actual blood auntie, and she she's like travelled the world twice, and the first time, uh, she, she when she went to India, it was like proper like, like what you imagine India, I guess, like if you've never been there, uh, you know, like very much like markets everywhere, yeah, like, okay, h- yeah. hustle and bustle, you know, obviously like no like no internet, like uh, I remember my uncle, well her partner saying that um, he paid something ridiculous like five. Ten pounds worth worth of money for a packet of Pringles, like the small ones. Do you know what I mean? And like it was just all mad. But then when they went back the the second time, it was like I say recently, but you know, about maybe about ten years ago. Um, yeah. she, she didn't like it because she was like she was in one of the cities. I don't know where. I don't want to guess. But um, everyone was just walking around on their phones, yeah. well, and she's like mad. It's not. Well, that's what's funny um so the same thing can be said about pakistan like asian culture kind of being westernized in that way yeah like and you can see it most in like dubai and the whole kind of like you know like um abu dhabi kind dubai's of commercial though man. That, that, so. no but no but that's what i mean it's kind of like it's played up to the most commercial side of like capitalism it's like everything's built to be beautiful on the broken backs of poor people like literally dead poor people in the constructions of these highest buildings, 
biggest arenas, all that kind of stuff. And, and But for this, it's not just a spectacle for themselves, it's a spectacle for tourists. They have islands there which are specifically made for tourism. Like You look at the UFC's recent um, deal with them in terms of making this whole fight island thing out of Yas Island. But they've built entire complexes there. They're basically replicating everything they have in America over into Abu Dhabi, like on Yaz Island. Just entertainment, isn't it? Yeah, money. It's all money. Money it makes the world and entertainment. Around. That's it. Man. All right. Well, um, we're coming to the end of the podcast, and I, I do have one more question that I'd like to ask you, Cam. But before we get into it, do you have any questions for me? I don't know. Like, how did I do? I wasn't judging you. Oh, cheers. But um, yeah, you're a nice guy. You're always always a pleasure to have around. Cheers. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry if it didn't go the way that it was meant to go, but I'm glad for the chat. No nah, man, don't put a negative shine on it. I think we had a we had a nice chat. I we've got we've got to know too. Cam, and like I said, we'll be seeing we'll be seeing more of you in the future, or hearing hearing more of more of you in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, my question for you then, if there's nothing else, is any brummy dead or alive you'd like to hear on the podcast this podcast who would it be and why I don't know if they'd be good interviews but I'd just be intrigued to see how it went go on then uh, I don't know who if are you be, thinking I don't know if they'd be comfortable me naming them so I might just try and think of something yeah but commercial. just give us um... it's a friend who I feel is um, very skillful very creative uh, very talented um, but in all honesty like Quite, quite, you know, I wouldn't say closed, but just always level-headed, it seems. Always level-headed. Reserved. Reserved. Strong, silent type. Kind of strong, silent type, yeah. You know, just quietly confident is how I'd like to put it. Um, Yeah. Well, it's someone personal. Obviously, after after we finish recording, we'll, we'll talk. We'll see. We'll see if we'll we see can it make it happen. someone for, for the future. And if it is, I'll be, be sure to, to tell the story. I mean, to be honest with you, there's one other person, but I don't know if she'd appreciate me mentioning her name. Okay. Can you give us any context? It's somebody you know and who we've both worked with. Okay, all right. We'll, we'll talk about that one after as well. Was there someone famous then who you can mention? Someone famous? Um, honestly, uh, I'd probably like to hear... Someone like Lady Leisha. Oh, yeah, man. I'd love to get Lady Leisha on the show. What Just a, because, what yeah, a land like, that'd be. like, I feel like in terms of Brummies and in terms of what she's done for her scene, it's pretty much like quite iconic in my opinion. Like, she's been know, around for she's time, been around for time, bro. and she still put has put in skill. the graft. She's put in the graft, and now she's come on this dancing, you know, this 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 dancing on our show and all that kind of stuff. One of these ITV shows, I'm sorry, you can tell I'm really not a TV person. Me neither, man. I only have Netflix, that's it. I just have Netflix. Uh, I've got the Disney one for the kids, you know, and, and for me with the Marvel stuff, you know. I'm going away from traditional TV, that's how it is, isn't it? Yeah, like, like, what's, who's got time for that? You know, I didn't even know there was dancing shows. I don't know, you know. All I know about Lady Leisha, I don't know if you heard the send. She said send, Whoa, send hey, I would not like yeah. to, to have been her. Jesus no, like, Christ. That, that, like, her whole like her whole style and everything like i feel like she she can hang up there with as many people as, as as you put in front of her i feel like she's always herself 
and yeah, I feel she's like... She's likeable as well, yeah. Yeah, and she's likeable, but it's... For me... Uh, for me, my, my definition of being likeable is just being yourself. That's a nice, uh, positive note to end on, to be fair. Um, so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Cam, thanks for being you. And uh, until next time, thanks.